0: Hello and welcome to the formal review. Today, we will be looking at the 2018 film, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the review. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to the formal review. Today we'll be looking at the 20th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the sequel to 2015's Ant-Man. Now, I re- just re and reviewed that film. You can go check that review out on Box Office Buzz. Now, going into this one, I'm not going to talk about too many spoilers. I'm just going to be talking about the general plot and how I felt about it. As I always say, if you really want to get the full understanding of what I think of the film, please go watch the film and then come back. listen to what I have to say. But if you don't care, keep listening. Ant-Man and the Wasp is obviously a superhero film based on the Marvel Comics characters Scott Lang slash Ant-Man and Hope Van Dyne slash the Wasp. Like I said, it's the sequel to 2015. Ant-Man, who's directed similarly by Peyton Reed, and it was written by the team of Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Paul Rudd, Andrew Barr, and Gabriel Ferrari. It stars Paul Rudd as Lang, Evangeline Lilly as Van Dyne, with Michael Peña, Walter Goggins, Bobby Cannavale, Judy Greer, Tip T.I. Harris, David Das, Malkian, Hannah John Kamen, Abby Ryder, Fortson Randall Park, Michelle Pfeiffer, Lawrence Fishburne, and Michael Douglas. Scott played by Rudd and and Hope, played by Lily, have to work with Hope's father, Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, to retrieve his wife from the quantum realm. That is it when it comes to plot, there's a lot of fun things that happen throughout this film. Along the way, they interact with Ghost, who has a mysterious past, played by John Kamen, his former partner, Bill Foster, played by Fishburne, Langs, FBI agent Jimmy Wu, played by Randall Park, and also a weapons dealer, Sonny Birch, played by Goggins. There's a lot going on in this film. For the most part, this film does work well. I think it's funny, it's enjoyable, it, you don't feel like you wasted your time. Reed and the rest of the team are able to take their viewers on this fairly grounded superhero movie. The characters I think are, for the most part, played extremely well. I, Paul Rudd definitely is extremely charismatic as pretty much any other head MCU character. Lily as Hope. I think she does a great job here, and that's where this film is fairly good. It gets you from the beginning to the end on this very grounded story compared to a lot of the other Marvel films. It's not dealing with space or huge aliens coming down and destroying a planet. This film is more about just shrinking technology and frankly it doesn't step too far apart from the prior film and that's unfortunately where this film falters a little bit it just is a slight continuation of the story that they already had now the original a lot of people weren't the biggest fan of it and that's because it was just a standard origin now this film i think is a very standard sequel it doesn't really do much it's not a mind-blowing plot while it does have good performances by everybody the storytelling i think is a fairly lacking in that there's so much going on that you don't really get a cohesive plot for example you get ghost backstory tied in with him's long missing wife janet played by michelle pfeiffer in the quantum realm there's a connection there that's really not explained very well and then there's also lang's x con security consulting business that's going out of business and then why is Sonny Birch really in this? There's not really any explanation aside from that he's a greedy smuggler. And that goes into another problem that the whole MCU actually has is the villain. This film had no cohesive villain. It was just a character that did negative things but didn't tie in to the hero's backstory. It was such a throwaway character that you connect in a very Minimal way, but it really—if you look at it—doesn't it really explain it. And I think that Cayman does a good job. I think she had a decent performance, and same thing with Fishburne. But Ghost's motive were just so. Dumb and honestly kind of pointless in that you see how it's connected but then again it's such a weak connection to our heroes that I didn't honestly care about her very much and I wish that they had gone into it more and that goes into the whole non-explanation of the phantom realm as a whole and what that entity does and then what happens in the end of the film there's really no explanation for what it is aside from people change and I'm not going to go into what that is specifically because that obviously would get spoilers but I think that that how certain people help other people I think that is kind of you just have to accept it and while that may be a thing that may be true to the source material I mean I think that that definitely isn't explained at all in the character and frankly Paul Rudd even though as charismatic as he was his character wasn't that significant in the story. So much so that I really don't even think that the title of Ant-Man and the Wasp isn't even towards the, the two younger characters. I actually thought it was more... For the older characters, Pim's relationship with his wife Janet, and not Hope and Scott's relationship, and how this team up of these two characters wasn't really done very well. And furthermore, in regarding to Scott's character, I feel that they act tried to kind of make the, him more of this dumbed-down character. He wasn't the intelligent character that we had in the previous film. I mean, you looked at him, and he was a character that could break into pretty much any safe, and was able to do essentially parkour. Now here, he's not really given that. They don't really talk about who he is. And, and there's one scene where he is essentially intelligent. I thought that they were going to give him more to do. And it ended up not being that. And that's not really explaining. They had these certain things that they wanted to do, and then they tried to make a story out of it. And I think that's why, even though the characters are played well, that's all it really has. The shrinking, I think, is what makes this film a lot of fun, because it's a technology that none of the other superheroes have. The action, I think, was a lot of fun, and CGI looks great. It's not a bad movie, and I would definitely recommend going to see it, but you don't really get any explanation of why this film was really... necessary. It's definitely on the weaker end when it comes to the overall Marvel films. Now, does that make it bad? No. makes it okay and definitely not really worth rushing out to see right away. You can definitely make this a mad name. It's definitely a family type of Marvel film. It's not dark. It's definitely something very lighthearted after coming off of Infinity War, but because of how their plot is so convoluted, this film just kind of becomes fairly forgettable, It's again, it's enjoyable, it has a lot of fun, you see how it's connected to the overall MCU in a less forced way than the previous film. It's a pretty good film that honestly, you don't have to get invested into this film to enjoy it, and that may be good on some levels, but bad on others. I would rate this film a 3.5 out of 5 bullet Now what did you think of this film, and what did you think of the original? Talk to me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same URL. At the formal review. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the formal review. I like to talk about movies and I have a lot of fun doing these. And frankly, I would be doing this if there weren't people listening to this. So thank you for that. For those who are new, please subscribe on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, pretty much every platform. We are now available on Spotify as well. So please subscribe so you don't miss any of the new episodes coming up. Thanks again. Till next time, I'll see you at the movies. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the formal review. We hope you'll join us again.